From the PSIA AASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and we've got an update for you today from the World Cup Dreams Foundation. Andy Davis is joining us. Andy, thanks very much. George, thanks so much for having us. We are excited for this update and to let everyone know what's going on in the world of the U.S. ski team and the funding for the athletes. Now, there have been some changes with USST, but let's start with some of the World Cup Dreams athletes that we spoke with last year. Um, Tell us about some of the successes. Yeah, so I know you guys did a great interview with the national training group last year. Those are um, the athletes that they select that aren't quite there, but they want to make sure they're in the pipeline. And I think it was uh, Luke Winters was on that, was, was part of that, and... Luke has very successfully been named to the B team this year. So he had some phenomenal results and he went from the training group all the way to the B team um, where he is, uh, has some steep expenses. They're likely to be covered um, with all of the funding options available in the B team fundraiser, but we'll get into that later. And then Andrew Miller is now um, solidly nominated to the national development team, the G team, as is Ben Ritchie. I'm not sure Ben was on, um, was on the interview uh, last fall though, but those three have, they've done some great things. So we're going to, we're, we're proud of them. Now, can you, I don't want to get too basic with you, but can you tell us the differences in how you move up from the development team to the C team to the B team and to the A team? So it is all based on criteria, the criteria and your results from your races. Um, Now, the criteria for the ski team, for the A team, it's, the A team is very straightforward and easy to understand. It got very steep this year. In order to make the A team, which is actually where the athletes' expenses are fully funded, you have to have a World Cup start list rank of 15 or greater. So you have to be 15 or better in the world. Um, Anyone falling outside of that band does not qualify for the A-team. Now, they can be named objectively, and this this season coming up, those with two sustained injuries um, and were at the A-team level, such as Jackie Wiles or Steven Nyman, they are on the A-team. Um, objectively. There are only nine athletes named to the A-team this year, nominated for the A-team. So the rest are on the B, C, D teams. And it's a, it's very confusing on how the criteria works for that. I can't go in, I can't really go into detail on it because there are so many details that our entire call will be about that. <laughs> but you can, you can access it um, just typing us ski team criteria into google and it will give you this year's um this year's ski team criteria and how all of those athletes are selected and their points through europa cup noram world cup because there are so many different um circuits in which these athletes race on to um to meet the criteria now andy i want to talk a little bit about athlete alice mckinnis who was in Mm -hmm. the olympics She placed fifth, but she's got a real story to tell here. Can you give us a little background on Alice? So Alice is great. She had a phenomenal, phenomenal season this year. Like you said, finished fifth um, in the Olympics in the downhill. And but this whole time, that whole Olympic season, she was a she was named discretion by discretion to the A team. And with the old funding model, she had expenses of about fifteen thousand dollars she had to pay. 
Um, so it's in the Olympics and downhill. She paid a lot of money out of pocket to get there. Um, she had such a phenomenal season this year, though, that as we're going into the 18-19 season, um, she is, I think she has a world rank of 11 now. I have to go back and double check that. Um, but she is now fully funded and on the A-team. But just in my conversations with her, she acknowledges how difficult it has been this whole time to get there. And, you know, before um, the world rankings were set, she was thinking she was going to have to, she was afraid of the top 15 criteria and how she was going to pay the expenses this year. But what I'm trying to say is just that she acknowledges how difficult it is to get there. And she is all about, she says, you know, let's share my story. People need to know what all these other athletes are going to. I am fortunate enough to be fully funded this year, but I'm happy to tell my story because of all the work I put in and how difficult it is for all these other athletes trying to reach their dreams and reach their full potential to compete on the world circuit for the USA. And that's, you know, that's what World Cup dreams, that's what we do. We provide the five vital financial support to these elite level snow sports athletes that need help with their season expenses because we don't want to see funding stand in the way of any athlete reaching their full potential. And that's where I'm thinking. I mean, someone is training so hard, but then they also have to have fundraising as a part of their life. Exactly. They're, you know, they're seven days a week training in the gym, this and that traveling to Europe, the time change and they're paying $15,000 out of pocket, you know, on someone like the C team. So with the new funding model this year with um, U.S. Ski and Snowboard, Tiger Shaw says the B team should not expect to pay any expenses out of pocket. And I've looked at everything. I've had, you know, a lot of in-depth conversations with the ski team, Tiger, this, that. The B team likely will not pay anything out of pocket, but all the risk is on them. As long as they, you know, do, as long as the B team fundraiser that they've been having the last couple of years is successful, they'll get the money from that, which will cover their team fees. As long as they're, you know, top 45 in the world as they're competing on the World Cup, they will get their fifth travel money, will be reimbursed, which is $8,000. The ski team estimates that these athletes on the B team will have um, flight expenses of $8,000. Now, this is great news for the B team, Andy, but what about the C team and the development team? So the C team and the development team, that's where World Cup Dreams is. That's where we're sort of, we're shifting our focus to is, you know, the up-and-coming athletes because they, are, they have large fees. Um, the ski team hasn't put together all of the information on the D team and their fees yet. So I haven't seen that and neither have the athletes, but the C teams is out. And if you're objectively named to the C team, your fees are $11,000. If you're named by discretion, your fees are $15,000. That does not include flights. The cost of flights is estimated to be an additional $8,000. So they're looking, you know, objectively at $19,000 in fees. And based on the grants and the reimbursements that they may get, any athlete on the C team can expect to pay between $1 and, you know, $19,000 out of pocket for their expenses. So 
that's that's steep. That's a lot of fundraising they have to do. That's a lot of grants they need to get. And um, the ski team is really transferring this risk to the athletes um, because with the models, they're they're throwing up World Cup Dreams T2 Foundation, which we provide grants to these athletes and are great sources for their funding. But if we don't come through for the athlete, because we only have the money to give that generous donors contribute to us to support these athletes, then they come up even shorter. And these are our future Olympians that are going to be representing us at, you know, World Cup events, the Olympics and all around. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, it's so these are the performance bands and, and the athletes have to perform within the bands to make these teams. And, um, you know, Andrew Wybrek fell outside of the performance band not once and won an Olympic medal, but twice. Um, so the criteria in which they set, it seems to be the most accurate, but at the same time, it isn't. It's only as good as the data you put in is what you get out. And Andrew Wybrek fooled them twice. Um, someone like Scott McCartney, who was the longtime CEO of World Cup Dreams Foundation and is now um, a trustee of the foundation, at ages 24, 25, 26, 20, and 27, he would not have met the criteria for the A team or the criteria for his age group for the B team. But then at age 28, he was, he, he was 10th in the world. So these athletes, it really is imperative that we fund these athletes and we support them that are on the C team in the development team because they just haven't necessarily hit their stride, their breakout moment. Like Alice McKenna's got fifth in the downhill at the Olympics this year. Um, Jackie Wiles was having a breakout season. You know, Luke Winters went from the training group, which we didn't even know his name last year, other than that you you were so awesome to have him and his other teammates on your show. But others, we didn't know his name, and now he's on the B team, and he's going to be racing World Cup. So it's, it's really important um, that we are helping these athletes to realize their dreams and reach their fullest potential. So, Andy, where can we find out more information about World Cup Dreams and how do we help these athletes out? So, um, our, our Facebook page, I'm trying, you know, to put a lot, I'm putting a lot of information up on our Facebook page. It's not every day that it's up there, but when it goes up, it is important information. Um, you know, we're the ones that broke that the ski team cut the slalom team. So, if you like us on Facebook and it's just World Cup Dreams Foundation, type that into the search bar. You can like us that way. And then our website, which is where you can donate is worldcupdreams.org. And when you go to our website, you can um, see the button right there, the donate button. If you would like to uh, support these athletes and we have an Instagram account. Um, It's, it's not as strong as, as I would like to see it, but we're getting there. We're getting there. So one of these days, if you want to go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram, you know, we do like to post fun stuff, um, but it's it's not that frequent. Annie, I really appreciate all this information. Anything you want to tell us in conclusion? Um, just, you know, I want to reiterate our mission, which is providing this vital financial support to the elite level sports athletes because We don't want to see a lack of funding stand in the way of any athlete reaching their full potential. We want to 
continue to be able to support our future medal winners. And, um, you know, I just can't say enough about how appreciative the athletes are of this and that, you know, the financial burden really is a big one that without the help from foundations like us can stop them in, you know, reaching their dreams and representing the U.S. and winning medals. Andy Davis from the World Cup Dreams Foundation, thanks very much for joining us on First Chair. George, thanks so much for having us. From the PSIA AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.